Welcome to Whiskey with Witcher. I'm Tim. And I'm Valerie. And this is a podcast where we drink whiskey and talk about The Witcher. Spoiler alert! While each episode of our podcast directly correlates with an episode of the show, we will be discussing this series as a whole. And we'll be mentioning things from the games, books, and other pieces of Witcher IP. Although, we'll do our best not to spoil any major potential plot points. You have been warned. So, Tim, it's time for the most important question of the podcast. What are we drinking? While our last episode of The Hexer tried to combine two separate short stories into one single episode, episode eight of the series, entitled The Crossroads, does something a little different. It starts by adapting a well-known Witcher short story, Geralt's Battle with the Cursed Striga, and then it follows it up with a series of brief subplots inspired by no less than two additional stories, plus a splash of wholly original material, making for a unique narrative blend. That got me thinking about whiskey blends, particularly scotch whiskey blends, and that led me to one distillery in particular, Compass Box. To use their own term, Compass Box is a scotch whiskey maker that focuses exclusively on whiskey blends, believing that when taken seriously, they can rival even the very best single malt whiskeys. The question was, which of Compass Box's many scotches would make the most sense? Had the inspiration struck me a few episodes ago, when Geralt was fighting the tentacle-shooting Kikimora in the swamp, I may have gone with the Peat Monster, their popular super smoky blend that features an actual tentacle-sporting monster on the label. <laughs> but instead, I looked to Geralt's time with Nenica at the lush temple of, is it Melatelli? Melitola? You know, it depends on who you asked him. Depends yeah, on who you ask. But that temple. And I decided on Compass Box's recent Orchard House instead. Why? Well, in this week's episode, Geralt has a pivotal conversation within a vibrant greenhouse surrounded by plants and fruiting trees at this spiritual oasis. Orchard House is known for being fruit-forward and spirit-driven, offering up some sweet supplement to a conversation that, much like the whiskey's namesake, will hopefully bear plenty of fruit. Oh, well done, Tim. Cheers. Cheers. You definitely could have saved that tentacle monster one for a later episode, though. Uh, <laughs> this hexer, there's no going to be more tentacle monsters, no one, I guarantee no, it. No one says we can't do that. Um, <laughs> but like, it was more like I was looking and I'm like, oh, man, we should have gotten that one for... <laughs> um, yeah, but this is interesting. Um, it's also a little weird. Because, it is a little weird. Well, I was thinking, I don't know. I don't know if the, I feel like the scotch is weird, but I was thinking it's a little weird that... Our producer is not joining us this time. Oh, Sean. Well, guys, <laughs> I am drinking Trader Joe's ginger turmeric tea. <laughs> you, you're now, now, Sean is on a little bit of a, a detox for how long, Sean? Uh, until February 17th when I go to Mexico. Which mm. is, which is just under a month away. Yeah. Which means like the la- the next several episodes, it's just going to be you and I being the drunken fools, Valerie. And mm. Sean's going to be like the sober, you know, chaperone, like, oh, no. oh you, you guys have had enough, you know, cutting us uh. off. <laughs> I'll be watching you in the back seat, like through the rear view mirror, like, making sure you aren't making out during the drive-in movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like- yeah, it means all these whiskeys we're going to be sampling in the next few weeks, Sean is not going to be sampling. So they're all the best whiskeys we've ever had, right, Tim? Yes. Like, this yeah. whiskey is so amazing. Yeah. I'm, like, crying. <laughs> tears. Just tears of utter perfection <laughs> and how amazing it is right now. Yeah. yeah, well, you can't have any of my tea. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, a little bit different dynamic. It'll make our whiskey section uh, interesting because we won't have... 
Sean's always amazing insight. Um, Valerie can just tell Tim he's full of bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can get you a spit bucket, Sean. <laughs> yeah, we I respect can... people's choices here. <laughs> we, we do, but spit buckets are a thing. Yeah, they are <laughs> I, I consider that. And, uh, in my job at a liquor store, we have uh, theoretically sipped and spat when we get uh, samples. Theoretically. So. <laughs> theoretically. <laughs> well, if you get desperate, Sean, that's that's always an option. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, But for right now, I guess it's time to segue into our summary on the scripted spot. (laughs) Because Valerie's doing it this time. Yes. Yes, I am. All right. Are we ready? Yes. In the twist no one saw coming, Hexer adapted the Striga story, where we learn that you can curse a person just by being a dick to them. (laughs) Geralt doesn't know how to count to three. And yet another screen version of King Foltest remains tragically unhot. <laughs> but that's not all, because Hexer continues to Hexer in combining, as Tim said, not two, but three different storylines into one turducken of an episode. After getting clawed up by the Striga, Geralt heads to the Temple of Melitale, where he meets and eventually wins over Mother Neneketh. She helps him heal, and the two have meaningful conversations about how destiny is essentially bullshit. This, in turn, inspires Geralt to head to Sintra to check on his child's surprise. There's also a random orphan and some even more random raccoons. Raccoons? I don't know. I've never said raccoon plural before. I guess it's (laughs) raccoons. Yeah. (laughs) I'm beginning to suspect that Hexer Geralt is secretly a Disney princess. He certainly has the (laughs) hair for it. On the way to Sintra, Geralt encounters another witcher who has orders from the witcher council to bring Geralt in for reasons that seem not at all legit. Geralt tells the guy to do his own research, and after beating him in combat, flounces off to Sintra, where he tells Calanthe in the most confusing way possible that he's not laying claim to his child's surprise after all. And that is episode eight, The Crossroads. See, I feel like you you do such a good job with these summaries and put in such such insightful commentary that it's just like, we could end the episode here and that'll be it. <laughs> Shortest episode ever. <laughs> yeah. Bye guys. But I feel like that for almost every one of the ones where you do the the summary. <laughs> it's like, it's like oh wait, she hit the Disney princess thing. Oh, wait, you know, all these like notes I had written down. I'm <laughs> well, like, okay. Thank you. I tried, Tim. <laughs> it's just a, um, a testament to how long we've been doing this, that you and I are simpatico on the beats that we hit and the mm-hmm. things that we think are worth mentioning. I guess, I guess that's it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it it it's um it's a little bit of a of a strange episode and um it'll be interesting to get into into a bit. Um Yeah, I don't know. Like like I first of all, I guess I we should start by saying I need to um to was it like like eat some humble pie? <laughs> yeah, um, I very much remember like, you. you know, flashback. Do 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 do. Yeah, or I said I was like, <laughs> I like I said I don't think we're ever getting the Striga episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think this maybe showed why we probably shouldn't <laughs> ever have gotten the Striga episode. But it, you know, I mean, it it was better than it could have been. Yeah. you know, like it wasn't. That laugh. It was only a little bit of laughable. Yeah. It was like I was kind of kind of chuckling, like, you know, good naturedly as opposed to like laughing out loud and yeah. like, you know, like thinking like, oh man, I need to be drinking watching this. <laughs> um, so it was a little, it was not as like laugh out loudable as it could have been, but it was yeah. still, you know, they don't have the budget and the technical um le- level of technical um you know, like effects that they need to pull off like a really, right. you know, believable, amazing monster fight. Like I remember you mentioned, made a 
Shaka comment in yeah. the previous yeah. episode. And I definitely got those vibes again. I was no yeah. definitely long Land of the Lost, or I was thinking like '60s Star Trek a little yeah. bit. Um, you know, because yeah, it, anytime that episode where Kirk like fights the Gorn, it like it should have been a badass episode, <laughs> but you know, it looked like you know, um, like yeah, uh, you know. Captain Kirk dancing with like, you know, one of the, <laughs> one of the mascots at some local pizza parlor or something <laughs> like that, you know? So that felt a little bit like that here too. I think the devil was more 60s Star Trek. I think the Striga was more like Power Rangers. Guy in a suit. I mean, yeah. they, had, they had plenty of guys in the suit on Star Trek yeah. too, but. Um, oh, for sure. But yeah. just, you know, as far as like the level of detail and, yeah. and all that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a little scary for Power Rangers. That's why I was thinking, like, oh, the Land of the Lost, I guess, like, I found pretty scary when I was, mm-hmm. like, a kid. Yeah. But, um, you know, so I guess starting, though, at how did this one start off? It starts off with... Oh, it I, starts off oh, with him in the bar, and yeah. he, like, straight up murders all the people in the yeah, bar. Yeah, which... that's right. And I, I remember I wrote down at the time, I'm like, wait, bar Renfrey? Like, mm-hmm. I thought we were going to get Renfrey, but then it quickly became clear... Um, that the, he wasn't in Blaviken. Yeah, he's in Vizima. Um, now, now, got to talk about Vizima for a little bit, just like to start off with. Like, there are three different ways of saying the city's name that I, I could tell. I think in this episode, there are going to be so many words like that between like Melitale and Nenica, Vizima, Striga. I mean, I feel like there's going to be five pronunciations for everything. That's true. But like with this, it was more, all right, so the way they translate it, in the subtitles is Wizima, I believe. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, that doesn't sound right, or it sounds like you know a little bit off of a of a of a translation. And so I looked it up, and they have it as Vizima mm-hmm. um, in um, kind of like I think the most common way of doing it with a V. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I like pulled up the story, the the Witcher short story that this is based on, and it's just Wisdom in that hmm. or W. I'm, I'm sure I'm mispronounced, but W-Y-Z-I, no A at the end. So like, here's three different, like, like, all right, put aside Hexer and their weird fan subs, but like, um, you know, that's at least two different canon versions of pronouncing the city that are actually fairly different. Vizima and Wisdom. If you go on the uh, the witcherfandom.com website, yeah, it says Vizima, Wisdom, or Mm -hmm. Wizima are like your three options. Yeah. So that's, and I know, I guess, my guess is this is all sort of kind of um, derived from, like, different ways of, of translating mm-hmm. into English um, uh, a Polish name. But it's weird that they, that it, it varies so much. Like, you would think whatever he put, considering this is based on the very first Witcher short story, um, you know, that, that. On Sapkowski wrote, you would think like they would take that as just the base and like, okay, this is how we're going to translate yeah. it. So it's weird that it it's got it's gotten to all these different variations. Um, I do know it's um it's the capital of Tamaria mm-hmm. and it is the setting of the very first Witcher game. So if you play the first Witcher game, I think it's all set in Vizima and they call it Vizima in that. So um yeah, interesting, you know, a lot, but it confused me a bit. I had to look that up. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, there th- that's a city that there this yeah. bar is set in. And you're right, like um Geralt gets confronted by these three guys and he straight up kills them. Yeah, and I like that he's like, I'm a witcher, <laughs> and they uh, still go for it. Yeah, but 
I was a little thrown by the fact that he straight up kills these guys. Now, granted, yeah, that's what he does in, in the, the story. Book, yeah. um, but um, but it does feel a little jarring. Much like the last episode, I said, oh, Yaskier feels jarring, yeah. you know, now that we're getting this book accurate version of him after. And this is like a very a different variation on that. But um, yeah, like, yes, this, this, this um, version of Geralt may suffer no fools, but he usually tries to avoid killing people where not necessary. Like I'm thinking like of some of the other people who yeah. have tried to fight with him. And or even spoiler or like way ahead, but the Witcher at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't kill them. And so, so the fact that he just, without even a lot of discussion, just kind of straight up like kills these guys yeah. is, is a little jarring to me. It seemed a little, a little violent. And I would, um, I would put it under, you know, kind of this, this weird sort of inconsistency that mm. seems to be there a little bit with some of these characters on Hexer. Um, it's not a huge criticism. I think I'm kind of just going with it at this point, Yeah. but it's, it's always weird. It's weird how every episode of this, we start, we don't know quite what version we're going to get. What, you know, what, what mood is Geralt going to be? In yeah. Today? <laughs> yeah. Is this going to be, uh, you know, an adaptation? Is it going to be a original thing? Is it going to be a mix of things? All of the above. Yeah. All of the above. Um, you know, like, are we going to get like moody feelings, Geralt? Are we going to get angry Geralt? Um, a lot of anger in this Geralt in this episode. Um, so, um, so anyhow, he's, 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 um, obviously captured and taken in and, um, but we get to see him axe some people. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because a lot of signs. Yeah. You're right. He axes the guys to tell him. Um, who are going to take him back and basically just says, uh, was it, you'll go before me. Yeah, I'll follow you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, we saw an Axie, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the problematic side. <laughs> the problematic side. <laughs> um, and then he goes and is it, he meets this one guy and is the guy's name, is it Valorad? Is that- so I think that's who it was. I couldn't quite, you know, based on the story, that's who I'm thinking that is. Uh-huh. But yeah, I, I didn't quite ever catch his name in I the I don't dialogue. know that they say it, but I think yeah. in the end credits, they have him credited as yeah. Valorad. That, that should be the analog from the books yeah so that's who i think it's supposed to that's be. that's who he is in the story i think he's is he the castellan yeah. of mm-hmm. of of this castle yes and he basically you find out then Geralt's there because he saw the the um you know the posting um the contract you know saying hey witcher needed to kill the you know the striga and he wants to know about it so that's when you find out about the striga which is Pretty much the same as in the story and as in the Netflix episode. You know, we don't have to, unless you have stuff to say about that. Uh, just that I really liked uh, Valorad was, you know, given the lowdown on who Foltest is and what his whole deal is. And he has a funny line that was, uh, he was not an easy man. And mm-hmm. even now he has some strange ideas. As it is in the lines without fresh blood. Yeah. Which like, all that inbreeding, man. Yeah. <laughs> Royal did, inbreeding makes did, people wacky. That. Yeah, yeah, that was an interesting line. Um but I mean, it 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 starts pretty much the same. Yeah, they have the conversation. Um, you know, there's a discussion about there there are people that um, say you know like they'll give you money if you kill the Striga yeah. instead because Foltus doesn't want it killed. So you know, all that dynamic is there in this. Um, you know, the discussion pretty much goes down more or less the same. Um, I mean, we're always dealing with these sort of weird subtitles, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah, um, it's pretty pretty similar to you know the other versions we get of this story 
Um, and then I think it's after that we meet Fultest, right? Well, doesn't he first go oh, to the Striga? I believe, yeah, he first goes to the check out what's going on with the Striga. <clears throat> okay, well the then, yeah, castle. the Striga's not there. The Striga is is off hiding somewhere, mm-hmm. but he sees, you know, her her tomb and um, her, ca- I guess, casket or whatever you call that, a sarcophagus, yeah. whatever that thing is. And... Um, and he pulls out that little doll. Little which, leather face doll. Yeah. She has a little dolly. Yeah, she has a little creepy doll. When I first saw it, I was uh I went back to when they were telling the story about how the queen and the child that she was giving mm-hmm. birth to both died in yeah. childbirth. Yeah. And when he pushes that open, I thought that was the queen oh, and her and little that... mummified yeah, like <laughs> little baby yeah. there. Little baby. And then Gerald just grabs it and stuffs it in his pocket. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> Damn, Gerald, that's cold even for you. Yeah. I mean, I was just thinking, like, you know, um, Hexer does not have the best, like, you know, yeah. props budget, but I would like to think they'd be able to do <laughs> a, a mummified feed yeah. is better looking than that thing. But I don't know. After seeing the little baby dragon, maybe not. <laughs> um, but I, I, yeah, I didn't find this little, you know, doll scary. I no, don't think Valerie did. <laughs> but, you know, so he, he gets it and he uses it to taunt the Striga and at one point like screams at it. Like she yeah. screams and he screams. I don't remember the order, but there's a you lot know, of back no, and forth He totally yelling. growls. Yeah. Like what I find kind of funny is that like then Geralt takes it to Foltest yeah. and he's like, look, she made a doll. And yeah. like Foltest is like, oh, well, let me see. I yeah. would have been like, get that fucking thing away from me. I don't want that thing near me. Who knows well, what I that was made out of? I show that she like somewhere deep inside still has some semblance of I humanity. Know, but that like, thing could have been made out of like human intestines for all you know. Yeah, like you don't get that good of a look for it. It's this brown, yeah, like, like, yeah, leathery doll. looking thing. It could be, you called it a leather face yeah. doll. So it could be skin. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely looked like skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, look what your child made. <laughs> then again, like Foltest has an Abraham Lincoln beard, so I don't yeah. know that he's the best. Yeah, I wrote down Foltest not cute. <laughs> Foltest is supposed to be good looking in yeah. the books, and I mean no, dis- you know, no disrespect to either of the gentlemen that have played him, but I would not say that they are like unimaginably handsome, which is kind well, of how he's described in the book. Here's a weird thing. I think I find Hexer Voltis a little bit. I give him the edge. Yeah, the I two, do too. Even though he has that weird ass beard. I do too. Um, he does seem to be a little kinder yeah. than the other Voltis that we've gotten. Um, just a little bit. Like he does seem to, he seems to genuinely like Geralt and yeah. warm to him pretty quickly. And he seems to, you know, it like none, nothing he says is too far removed from what's in the book. So they largely stick to um, the source material, but it's, um, I don't know, the way he delivers the lines, he just seemed like a little bit more of a caring um, king and um, and a little bit warmer. And I just found myself liking him a little bit more than the full test we get on the Netflix series. Uh, and then you remember he fucked his sister. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that never changes. You I know. could <laughs> like, think that anytime like, Foltis oh, shows this guy's up. A, oh, never mind. <laughs> um, you know, well, I mean, clearly, you know, incest seems to be a thing. You know? uh, it's, I mean, it's the hot topic right now yeah. between all the Game of Thrones stuff. and Yeah. yeah. But I mean, according to when you hear um, um, Valderad say that, like you say, you yeah, know, he seems like to suggest it. maybe he's Royals. a product of. Of yeah. incest, so oh, for sure. Well, yeah, and just royal bloodline. I mean, there are only so many royals in the world, you mm. know. There's definitely a lot of even in our world, yeah, people marrying cousins and stuff. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, you know what? I did want to ask. I realized I we kind of jumped over it. But what did you think of like Geralt screaming or whatever he did there, like growling? It was interesting. <laughs> he has a line that I wrote down that I thought was interesting as well. That somebody has to fear me more than I fear them. So hmm. I thought that was kind was that of from a, this episode? Yeah. When was that? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's talking to full test, I think. But hmm. yeah, he he's basically saying that yeah, he has to be he has to make them afraid. Oh, okay. Now. I will say um, one other thing that happens in this episode, which we've talked about, mm-hmm. we've joked about, we also get to see Geralt's silver sword. Yeah, I like, thought of you as soon as I saw it. Yeah. I was like, hey! <laughs> He's actually using there the right is. fucking sword for once. Um, Good job, Geralt. Yeah, we see him polishing it and you everything. You do the bare minimum of he's your all, profession. He's all, you know, he's all getting it all ready. Yeah, and potions. Yeah. Like, taking all these crazy potions and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Um you know, like, so, yeah, like, because, I mean, the one thing I did find about this adaptation um, is, you know, it was a little condensed. So, mm-hmm. you know, one character who we don't really meet until largely the end, I think he's in, like, one other scene was Ostrid. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and I don't, because of that, I feel like he just, if I didn't read the story like and I watched up, this episode, he'd like, just be this, this rando guy, guy yeah. and he's like, I'm the one who who cursed her. You know, I yeah. loved her. I'm like, okay, nice. Who the hell are you now? Yeah, what's you your know? deal? Yeah. Like, we don't get that. Like, you know, obviously, Ostrid is like a, a stupid character. You're supposed to think mm-hmm. he's an idiot, you know? Like, we, like, you know, it was our first, our first, um, if memory serves, our, our, our first, um, um, care moron that was, you we know, both, yeah, know, unanimous. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and I think like, you know, for good reason, he's just such a stupid, vile character. Yeah. Um, and you know, in the Netflix adaptation and I think in the, the short story as well, you know, it, it builds to it. He's always this kind of obnoxious, annoying character who wants, Ger- he doesn't seem to like Geralt very much and is kind of hostile toward him. And then you find out he's the reason. So it's just like, okay, that tracks. But here he just kind of comes out of nowhere, offers Geralt like a good deal of money to basically leave and yeah. not, not kill the, the, not kill or cure the, the Striga. And, um, you know, and, and, and is really kind of obnoxious about it. And ultimately it results in, you know, um, like a confrontation and, and, and him getting tied up, but you do yeah, find out. I, oh, go oh, ahead. Sorry. Oh, what were you going to say? I was no. going to say, yeah. Like I think in the scene where the, all the guys were in there with full test, yeah, I think he was one of the guys of and he was kind of looking shifty, but that's your first introduction to him. And you, so you have no way of knowing like there, who this yeah. dude is versus everybody else. And he's in the there scene. alongside a bunch of other yeah, people. Yeah. Other people that all look the same. And, they're all old, yeah, old they, white dudes, you know, and they don't really oh. say much, you know, yeah. like, so you're right. He is there. And then, yeah, the next scene is, or the next time you see him is in this scene where Geralt goes to fight the Striga before, you know, before night falls and he just shows up and they have this, this conversation, which then gets, you know, um, angry. Like, I don't remember exactly when he gets tied up, um, when, um, Ostrich gets tied up and how much he says prior to that and how much he says after that. Right. Um, but I do remember, you know, yeah, eventually he... He he tells a story and 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 what happened. There is some wonky translation. I know it sounds like he just like told her like, "Well, fuck you then," and somehow that was enough for her to be cursed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that's just like like um, you know, kind of weird um translation titles. Um, but like or you know tr- translation like it's this it's our our it's our. What's funny? I'm gonna say it's McBubby, but McBubby didn't no, translate. No, McBubby. This- yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. Oh, man. It's a different gone. translator in this McBubby. episode. That's yeah. why I'm not drinking this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, 
he had this line, <laughs> and this is, I quote, this was a translation. <laughs> um, I, and this is Ostrich speaking. I loved Ada, and then she turned away from me. I mated with her own brother. <laughs> like I, I think, think it meant she mated. Yeah, with her brother. yeah. <laughs> but but that kind of is like you know. I fucked her brother and she still didn't. <laughs> that like, kind what of else does a guy have to do, <laughs> man? That kind of is like a, a, a pretty big screwed up. You know, I fucked your brother and she's still not interested in me. I don't understand why. I also I also like that they use the word mated. Mated. Yeah. I mated with her own brother. Uh, I actually, made this little leather murder dog. Yeah. I actually do like that though because it is kind of like a base, you know, like. Um, is that what you say? Like no, yeah. but I mean, like it's it's got like a a very base vibe to it. You know what I mean? Like they're saying it's like, oh, they made it. Not like they were together. Like they made it. And this, this is I the guess. product of their, you know, I incestuous I'm union. I'm just trying to think of people using that to like, you no. know, hey, you want to mate? You know? There, there are um, fanfics for that, Tim. I promise you, I can introduce you to a whole genre where that's Mike. Where that's, oh, a, yes. that's how they like, you know, oh, proposition yes. each other. Let's mate. The people that know, know. And they're screaming right now and debating whether or not I'm going to explain this to you on mic. I'm not anyway speaking of wonky translations yeah i was i was confused as to how the curse worked here because it does seem like he just yelled at her and then mating with his brother apparently like like, i thought we solved that (laughs) made it it happen it's like you suck and then she's cursed and her kids are like uh, i don't know i mean you know i I, i've <laughs> like it, it, you know, the translations make yeah. it make it hard to tell. I suspect the original Polish, it's pretty clear, yeah. but you know, we're dealing with weird translations, so I just rely on the short story whenever it gets like that. As long as it's an uh, adaptation of the short story, yeah. when they're doing their own thing, then it just gets a little strange. Um, you know who's doing his own thing? Samurai Geralt, who's back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's up with the samurai mask and all that. It's just a like, little... I get wanting to have a mask on so she doesn't like, claw your face, but then he takes it off. So mm. what was the point of that? I mean, so she could claw his face, mm. you know? Um, so you could see his, like, you know, badass, you know, cat eyes. Yeah, his, those his, cat you know, eyes, man. You know, those contacts. I got to say, pro- again, props to the Hexer team for realizing that this is going to look stupid if we do it all the time. So we're not going to do it all the time. <laughs> I don't know. I've kind of gotten used to the cat eyes. They don't They don't really they weird don't me out as much you. anymore. They don't bother you. You hated no. them. No, at first I did. You hated them so much. At this so point, I'm kind of used to them. At this all point, right. I'm kind of used to them. Um, yeah, like he's, you know. I'm I'm cool with him. Now, I'm not saying I want him wearing them all the time. Yeah. That would be distracting. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad they decided no, not but to like, do it full time. But like now when he when they when they come on and he's like, you know, witchering out, yeah. like I I I'm I'm used to it. I don't mind it as much mm-hmm. anymore. Um I've just kind of accepted that that's the how the eyes look on on this this yeah. weird, you know, witcher show. Another weird thing um I think weirder than the eyes is apparently um, the Witcher's medallion controls the torches around the castle. Yeah, that was weird. Too. <laughs> he, you know, at one point, Geralt kind of like, you know, starts like fiddling with his his wolf medallion, and like the the, you know, the castle, the torches just kind of go down, kind of um, yeah. Dumbledore style yeah. at the start of Harry Potter. Like, I think what it is is it was it's probably supposed to be um, not Axie, um, Igni. Yeah, I think it's supposed to, he's using we, Igni to control them. But yeah, we also get um, an Ard too. Yeah, like the Ards are. Yeah. Well, I think we've gotten Ard before yeah. with the Hexer. Yeah. Um, 
But, you know, I don't think we've gotten Igni, and I can't imagine they have the budget to do, like, flames coming out of yeah, his yeah. hands. So it's like, this is probably how they the do it. we're going to get. Yeah. But it was weird. Like, to me, it looked like, you know, he was using the, the medallion as, like, a remote control or something <laughs> to turn down the lights. Um, you know, yeah. So that was that was kind of strange. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, you know, you got this fight with um, – with the Striga when you finally, you know, when she finally comes out, it's clearly just a person in a suit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they Very keep, like Bigfoot vibes. Yeah. And for a long time, they don't show the Striga. Like you, like you see it, but like you don't see it close up yeah. and like in, in the light and in detail. And I could see why. <laughs> because the right call. Yeah. When they do, you're like, okay, yeah, it's just like a, you know, rubber mask. Yeah. Um, and he like distracts her using the doll. Yeah. Like, like the dolly is what distracts her. Like, really? doll. like that's, uh, that's the, that's what they decided to go with here. <laughs> with, you know, you're making a little tweak to the story and you decide what, you know what this, you know what the yeah. Striga story needs? It needs a doll. It needs a doll. <laughs> um, you know, the Striga needs a doll to like play with and to have made to, yeah. to prove that she's still a princess yeah. in there. Um, Although she's 14 at yeah. this point. So, you know. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, it feels kind of of a piece though with the, you know, the whole way that they reworked Geralt to be like part human yeah. and sensitive boy and all that, you know, just kind of like thematically the way that that's, yeah. you know, a difference or a change from the stories. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just, it, it, <laughs> the doll was just kind of funny to me. I mean, he uh, does going off what Sean said, he did have a line where I think it was Voltest he was talking about, about the, um, how he could so callously kill all those guys. Maybe it wasn't Voltes. I don't remember who he's having the conversation with, but he's like, well, she it wasn't her choice. She was cursed. Like, yeah. she didn't have a say in being cursed or not, so therefore I'm going to try and save her. But fuck those guys. <laughs> they knew what they were getting into. Yeah. No, I don't remember. I, I remember what you're talking about. I don't yeah. remember who he said it to. Uh, he said it to Voltes. He was, was uh, it? Yeah, because yeah, he was like, you know, I uh, don't want to find, hear about your, uh, your sword being unsheathed too fast. Yeah. You know? mm, that was it. Um, which is fair, you know, you do get a little bit of his philosophy there, but yeah. it's, um, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I, I find the whole, you know, let's play with dolls aspect of this <laughs> a little, a little weird. <laughs> um, and I don't know, it just, it, it, like the streak, it wasn't exactly going to be scary to begin with, but yeah. that just made her less like frightening to me. Like, like, to, I guess that's, you know, what I get to is like, why did it take Geralt figuring that out? There've been other, you know, witchers and okay. Yeah. Some of them took the money or whatever, but other people that tried to, to kill her or, or save her. And like, no one saw this doll that just sitting in the middle of where she sleeps and thought like, like, oh, you know, we can, we can use the doll to, you know, calm her or whatever the hell Geralt does. Like, I, you know, it just seems like a real, a, a, a too simple of a contrivance. And, um, and on top of it, like, I thought the doll at least was going to get all creepy and like, you know, possessed and alive at some point. It didn't. So I was disappointed, <laughs> you know, what's no the point of having like a creepy skin doll you. if it's not going to, you know, get alive and like try to kill someone, you know, <laughs> that's really what my problem is. Um. Yeah, this thing should have it was freaky looking. It should have been a horror doll. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, speaking of freaky looking, uh, we see Geralt hopped up on potions, proving once more that it doesn't matter which genre of witcher it is, people on potions are hot. You think he was hot? Oh, yeah. There's something about the black eyes and everything. Yeah. Every, every single see, version. I think the black eyes are weird. Toxic like, Geralt in the games, hot. Geralt and Netflix on potions, hot. 
Hex or Geralt, hot. I, okay, <laughs> I'll take your word on it because uh, I don't find them attractive the at all. Well, do you normally anyway? Yeah, I can find all I right. can find like normal Geralt attractive. Like, yeah. But, you know. What about normal samurai helmet hair girl? No, 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 no. <laughs> His hair was looking wrong. <laughs> um, I was like, okay, that wig got messed up. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm trying to think, like, okay, people find vampires hot, and vampires are kind of white and pasty. But what like, do you have against people that are white and pasty, Tim? <laughs> I'm I mean, just saying. <laughs> you're not white and pasty like he is when he drinks a potion. That's that's you agreed to watch a TV show produced in Poland. Yeah, well, <laughs> fair. But um, but I didn't think I didn't agree to think that. Yeah, I don't think he's supposed to look hot when he w- drinks the potions. I think like this is like a little weird, you know, fetish <laughs> of you guys that are like into him looking like that. And I'm not going to kink shame or fetish shame, but I'm just going to say, I don't, I don't think that's a mainstream like <laughs> attitude. <laughs> Doesn't need to be mainstream. I yeah. know where my people live. <laughs> um, so, all right. So, you know, um, what, okay. Does he look hot when he's, um, you know, potioned out and also bleeding from the <laughs> neck. Is that much, no. okay? <laughs> well, also because at that point the hot is ruined we by the stupid. The <laughs> because he knows he's supposed to wait for the stupid rooster to crow three times, and it definitely did not crow three times. So he's leaning over like, "Oh, yes, she's okay." Because he thought, you know, the doll saved her. I guess I don't know. Three times. Three times. Count to three, my guy. He's like the doll's more important. Besides, the thing is, like, all right. I, I agree with you, and I think that made a lot more sense in the Netflix adaptation. But in this one, you know, like you just hear about this, 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 this way of saving her from some, like you know, know from yeah, yeah from the, this Valorad guy who's like saying this fool came up with this, like, thing, like yeah. you know, like. I don't know. Maybe Geralt didn't take that seriously as like well, the right way to say it. Yeah, maybe. Um, I will say I'll give Hexer this credit. I did think, you know, for what they 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 are able to work with, um, the you know where you see her hand oh, is yeah, still like cool. that yeah. was kind of creepy and kind of yeah. effective, and you know, um, seeing her claw his neck. Like I, I wasn't sure if they're going to actually do that part, yeah. but the fact that they did, I'm like, okay, all right. And I thought they they did that well. Um, and, um, and what's interesting is after, you know, this story wraps up and all you find out is like, you know, she's, um, was it? She cries a lot. Like she's, she's, you know, back to normal, but she isn't a normal, you know, 14 year old girl. You find that out and you find out that, um, you know, they, Geralt can't get the healing he needs there. So he needs to find. Yeah. She um, fucked him up. He's having, he has like nerve damage essentially from. Yeah. And so so then you go to um our next little sort of I guess subplot which is he's sent he's he heads off to um the temple of um how did you say I like how you said it. Melitele? Melitele, yeah. It's also Melitele, I've Melitele and Melitela and like That's how I think how they say it in the game often. Um yeah, it's that that's Take your favorite and go with it. I like yours. Um, a little A. Yeah, I'm a little A. But I never want to I never remember it, but I, every time you say it, I'm like, that's the right way. That's the, that's the same the with like Nen- at, like Neneka, I believe is how they say it on the Netflix, but uh-huh. I've also heard like Neneke and Yeah, I say Neneka. Yeah. But um So he goes to Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um but a little A, um he goes to the temple um to get um healed. And on the way, finds like this orphan boy, random kid, yeah. yeah, random kid whose parents, I think, um, whoever he was traveling with, presumably his parents, were all killed 
And so um, he's not speaking the boy, but Geralt, um, you know, finds him and, and you know, basically um, gets him to trust him and, and, you know, they bury the parents together and then yeah. then right off to the temple, you know, together with this boy. I don't know who this boy is. Um, random kid. It's just kind of a random kid. Um, I was wondering if we'd get a name. We never get a name as far as I know. I didn't notice one. Yeah. I mean, maybe in the credits, but. Yeah, you may, might have in the credits. Um, but I don't know, you know. Um, they could have also just said boy or something. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what boy in Polish is. But, um, but yeah, so he, he picks up this random kid along the way and shows up. Now, what do you think of this Nenica? I really liked her. You do? I thought she was fun. She yeah. is very sassy. I thought she was almost kind of flirty. Like, yeah. She was very polite. I did too. Yeah. I did there's too. A, there's like a fire in her eyes. Yeah. I really liked it. Um, I'm like, from go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, she so you guys great. saw that yeah. too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, we picked up what she was putting down. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, uh, am I seeing that or, yeah. or not? Um, yeah. I mean, would you call though, like, would you say the same thing about the Nenica on the Netflix series? Because she no. has a little bit of a fire, too. She's, a, she's got fire, but it's a different kind of fire. That's interesting. She's because... got more of a maternal relationship with him because they have a pre-existing bond. Yeah. Whereas in this version, like, they're meeting for the first time, and she's very sassy, and she's just, like, she's not approaching him on the same level. They eventually do have that more yeah. maternal-ish level yeah. later. But, yeah, at the beginning, okay. she's, like, not she's not putting up with his bullshit. Like she's yeah. not down with the fact that he's a witcher. Yeah. No, that's that the thing. She's, she's kind of harsh to him yeah. at first. And, and she's younger too, which also, you know, I would say she's maybe in her forties or maybe early fifties. Yeah. Whereas the other Nenekas are generally older. Now, um, this is interesting because I think like what this is, is it basically it's pulling from, um, the voice of reason, which mm-hmm. is that, um, sort of ongoing framing story interlude yeah interlude um that takes place throughout all of the last wish yeah and um and much like this story here it's set right after um the striga battle um and he's sent off to the temple um to go heal now the voice of reason is um, a good deal different a lot happens in that that yeah. doesn't happen here but i think that's like where they drew this from was you know they're like okay we'll pull we'll pull from that so i thought that was interesting because that's not something um that the netflix series touched right. at all and um and so you know um yeah I, I mean granted it is like a series of interludes that happen kind of almost as sort of vignettes so it'd be hard to adapt mm-hmm. all that as like a single story but um but it feels like they drew from a few of those vignettes mm-hmm. here, um, including, you know, all right. So she does heal Geralt um, and she's a lot kinder to him after um, after I think hearing him talk about his mom. Yeah, he was has like a was? fever dream. Yeah. And he, he's talking to his mom and she's like, oh, shit, you're a person. Yeah. Oops, yeah. my bad. Yeah. After she like slices into him, too, yeah. with that crazy looking <laughs> dagger thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's kind of warms her up to him, and um, and then they have um, they have some kind of nicer conversations too. He also gets to know the the boy a little bit. I don't mm-hmm. remember which order everything happens. That's Me a neither. Thing. Um, I know it's he, not important. Yeah. Now I know he takes the boy fishing mm-hmm. at one point, which is kind of a sweet scene. Um, and um, and I think like does. The boy at that point want to come with him? Is that what like I yeah, know? Yeah, the does. kid starts talking finally. Yeah. And kind he of does. yeah. Harold explains like what it is to be a witcher and he's kinda of like, Yeah, I don't want to take you with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, yeah, he, he decides to, like, have a good life and 
Yeah, yeah. He decides that. But the I think the boy wants to go with him. Yeah. Um, because he doesn't know everything that goes into being a witcher, I suppose. Um It was pretty cute too, because yeah. what Geralt is telling him, like, I'm I'm a witcher, I go around and I fight monsters. Like, that's no life for you. And he said, uh, well, we'll do it together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it is a really sweet scene. Mm-hmm. And um I think, you know, presumably maybe it's like foreshadowing a little bit of Geralt and Siri, yeah. and that's what they're going for here. Um, but it's a little odd cause we don't know who this kid is. We never really get a name. I was wondering if it was supposed to be the kid who's later at Nenica's, um, I forget his name. The one that Yara, 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 or yeah, Yara. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, him. I was wondering if that's who it was supposed to be. Oh, maybe. Um, because like my understanding, if memory serves is he's the only boy at the hmm. temple, I believe. Um, I think so. Um, pretty sure that's what I'm talking about. Because like when when um, in the books, when Ciri's there later, like, yeah, he was like the one guy yeah. um, who was, you know, um, who was there. All the rest of the people at the temple are women. So um, so it would kind of maybe make sense. Maybe that's supposed to be it. But I didn't see yeah. I did not see that name in the credits. No. So. And I think it's like a plot device kind of setting up Geralt's realization that he should go. Yeah. Check in on his child surprise, and he's like, "Oh, I have this kid that I don't want to be responsible for. I should probably go take responsibility for the one that I yeah. tied to me by destiny." Yeah, yeah. Um, if that's what you call that, scene yeah. later, which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, and I'm probably giving Hexer too much credit by saying it's Yare. So, um, <laughs> but like, uh, yeah. So you got that scene, and then um, you have this 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 conversation with um, um, N- Nenica. In you know this like greenhouse looking thing, yeah, which a Geralt a raccoon and a weasel maybe. No, I thought it was a ferret. A was, ferret. Was oh a, yeah. Yeah, and I just couldn't with like Geralt's all petting the yeah. ferret, and, and it's clear that ferret doesn't want anything to do with yeah. him. It's like trying to get away. Yeah, very like Lenny of Mice and Men vibes. Yeah, like. yeah. But it did definitely feel very Disney princess suddenly. Yeah, <laughs> all these gardens. It was a great set though. Like I thought it was a really beautifully done set. Oh yeah, all plants and everything. It actually looked quite cool yeah and it's similar there is a one of the vignettes and the voice of reason is set in a similar environment yeah. and it does involve a conversation about destiny i think that one involves a lot of discussion about yen yeah um in the in the books but they do touch on destiny as well and and this is all about destiny the one in, in hexer and yeah and basically you know girls i've destiny. got it written down if would you, you want to hear it sure okay so Nenica says. There is no such destiny. It's a lie. It's a way to not think, to let you depend on the fate, to justify the evil, the crime, those that were and those that will be, to give you no choice. Then you are an obedient tool and you are executed. The circle is closed. Do you understand? So yeah, she's basically saying like destiny's kind of bullshit. It's just an excuse people use so they don't have to actually be active and take their fate into their own hands. Mm-hmm. She's like, so why don't you stay here with me? <laughs> In my greenhouse. In my, yeah. The raccoon can watch. <laughs> You've already called me mommy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, you know, she, yeah, no, it, it is like, I mean, it is a pivotal scene. And yeah. um, 
and it stands out. The problem was I was, you know, she's saying this, and I'm like, like there are these raccoons in the background. <laughs> yeah, she pets it at one point. Yeah, yeah. I, like, like I just kept expecting her to break out into song. Yeah, and for like <laughs> all the animals start dancing around her uh, and stuff like that. <laughs> so, um, it was, um, yeah, like the set was cool, especially for Hexer standards. But I don't know, you know, it's just like whenever they try to do animals, I had the same issue with the the sheep and the doves yeah. around um, Lille in the last episode, and it's yeah. just like also I feel like you don't want a raccoon in your 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 garden because it's gonna like mess but, things up. But and... she like loves all oh, the animals, all the little creatures, creatures, all life. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. That's what I took from that. But um, did you guys have the same thing I did when that scene first started? Where because it opens on the raccoon with its head like in you know like the bucket, mm. and I was looking at it and like there was no sense of scale to it. So at first I thought it was like a mouse with its head like in a teacup or something. Uh-huh. And I was like, but it's moving around more like a dog or like a cat. And then you know the, it falls down and you see it's like oh trash panda. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't I don't recall that. I just remember I'm like, wait, what what is happening here? What's going on in the scene? It was a little bit of a jump. So yeah. um but um yeah, no, there so there's there's this pivotal scene and then like I don't know if this is when she he asks Gerald asks her to keep the boy or if that um comes later. But basically, you know, she's like, You're gonna make him a witcher, aren't you? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, Can you keep her? Yeah. Yeah, here's some here's some of my money. Have yeah. Fun. yeah. 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 He gave her the money from killing the or not killing the for saving or um saving the girl, saving the princess. Yeah. And um and he, he got a lot of money from yeah, that he too. He got money. way more and than he's like, what I don't need money. I'm like, don't you though? Yeah. Like you still live in a capitalistic society. You have like a horse that you need to feed and yourself and your armor needs to be maintained. And yeah. one episode ago you were begging doo-doo to buy you breakfast. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no yeah. money for beer, but yeah. I don't need money. <laughs> yeah. It's a little it's a little goofy. Um but you know they um yeah, they have um, you know, they have that discussion and he ultimately leaves um the boy. I wish I knew this boy's name, but he ultimately leaves him um with Nenica and then rides off. He does go beyond and Yeah, yeah where is that? I would have liked to have seen that episode. I know, where is right? that episode? I'd love to see him we like, had to, going yeah. off to Nazir or wherever. <laughs> we had you to know? See, we we got like baby Geralt for an episode, but we couldn't yeah. get like, yeah, like him going off to Nazir or yeah, whatever yeah. that was. Zerakania. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I guess not Zerakania because we've seen the Zerakanians yeah. and they were they were not black. They were not because Poland. <laughs> but um, all right, can we leave? Can we leave the temple now and and, and talk about this yes. this this douchey witcher? He, well, that yeah, he just with? just that in leaving the temple, Geralt finally decides that he's gonna mm-hmm. own up to his. You know, he's yes. gonna he he chooses, which you know he's working up to the point of is it destiny or is it free will? And he he's the one that decides to make the choice to go see Siri. And I like that he's taking agency for that and he's not just relying on destiny. It's interesting because it's like, you're right, he's, he does, but I'm I'm trying to remember when he says that. Like, I feel like he tells Nenica, like right when he shows up, when he before she even starts healing him, that he needs to get to Sintra, mm. um, which makes me wonder how much her comments actually yeah. drove that decision um because i he says that early on he's like i need to get to sintra and um and i don't remember exactly but i think it's before she heals him when he first shows up there um so 
I don't know. It felt a little bit like I. Uh, my I, I wonder if it's not. Yeah, him. it's not the choosing to go, but the choosing of what to do when he gets there. That might be. Yeah, it might be. It might influence that decision. It felt like his perspective on it was changed because of yeah. the conversation. Like he's, you know, instead of him going because it's his destiny. Um, yeah. By virtue of the law of surprise, he says, you know, I'm, I'm go. I choose because it's my choice. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's actually a good point, and I think you're probably right. Because that conversation is a pivotal conversation, so it has to have had an effect on him. Um, but um, but I want to get to this like yes, stupid go. Witcher because go, Jim, like go. <laughs> I I thought we were done with this <laughs> fucking Dermot Maroney Moranga guy, <laughs> and then like no, apparently his 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 spirit lives on, <laughs> and um, and Geralt now is in trouble with the Witcher High Council because of the first of all, what the fuck is a Witcher High Council? Why is this like something that exists? Twilight. Uh, Hexer being Hexer, um, but all right, so there's a Witcher High Council, and now. Geralt is wanted by it. Apparently. Um, and because he killed he did the thing that witchers do, which is like killing a renegade witcher. Yeah. And um and and part of the reason they want him is because of the testimony of Falwick. Who's who, a former witcher, who's, which he even says, like, yeah, he's a former witcher. Yeah. Who was exiled? Yeah. Like, so I, I mean, is this supposed to be so much past that episode that like all the people involved with that have died or moved mm, on no, or something. Yeah. They're just like new people that they don't remember who this Guido guy is. Can like know? witchers not tell who other witchers are? Like I feel like you should, it's like a Highlander thing or something where you should just know like this is another witcher that I've encountered. Well, did um did this witcher not know, and, and I have his name written down, hang on. His name was um, Hiradan, Hiradan. I don't remember. I mean, you just, you get the translation, but I'm going to say Herodin, something like that. I hope you guys are appreciating me give you a pass this season on, uh, <laughs> on mispronouncing names. By the way, because we once we said... get back to Blood Origin, like, uh, you're fucked. <laughs> we haven't said any actor names yet, by the way. Uh, do you want to give the credit now? Sure, let's do some. Okay, okay. we got Full Test. Full Test is Edvard. Zentara. I didn't say rub my nose in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing the easy one. Ost- I want you to do Velarad. Is uh, Anjay Swabyak. Yeah. Which one do you want me to do? I want you to do the one that I can't do, the Velarad one. Velarad? Yeah. Okay, Velarad is Merrick Barjowowski. Yeah. That's the hard one. That's the hard yeah, one. Yeah, Nenica is Anna Dimnya. And uh, we'll get to the final person in a minute because we haven't gotten there in the story yet. But also the Striga is we have another. The Striga Z- is the last one I have. Yeah, now. we have another Zbigniew. So Zbigniew Mode. Mode. I like how you say Zbigniew. Zbigniew. <laughs> it makes me smile. I'm glad. <laughs> um, Hopefully it makes all the Zbigniew smile. I hope I'm close to saying your name right. Apologies <laughs> if not. I, I like it. Um, but I don't know who the last one is because I didn't write any other Ooh, names. Those well, are the, you've just said all the names there, I have written down. Get there in a second. So who do you think was of note? Is it this? We'll, we'll it's, not this Hira- it's not this Harad. It's not this No, I didn't write him down. But let's talk about him. So yeah, yeah he... Uh, Basically challenges Geralt, and Geralt's like, "Dude, really? Yeah, come on, man, just go ask some people. Well, like, uh, what went down? And apparently, Mister like, will vouch for me. Apparently, like Witcher, yeah, that's what he. It's basically what he says. Apparently, just go like, ask my Eskimo brother. Witcher, <laughs> Witcher fighting techniques have not gotten any better. Yeah, <laughs> like I like how he swings this. This Haran guy swings his sword at Geralt, and Geralt yeah. doesn't even have to dodge. Yeah. He's just like he just misses Geralt. <laughs> <you know? laughs> 
<laughs> How do you miss somebody just standing there? Um, yeah, so um, um, normal witchers as worthless as ever. Um, Geralt, <laughs> Geralt disarms him, but he doesn't kill him. Yeah. And basically, like, first of all, he just, he, before any of that, he tells, he tells, um, you know, him to like, go, no, he's like, this is what happened. Just go, like you said, go check with, go back to, um, 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 what's the town that they're in where, yeah, Istrid is the Ain, Ain, I can't. Shard of Ice place. Yeah, the Shard of Ice. It's, <laughs> whatever the elder Shard of Ice, you know, translation is, yeah. that town. Um, where the Festival of Feelings takes place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go back there, talk to Istrid. He'll tell you what happened. You know, this, this, this. Dermot Moranga guy with the stupid name is like a renegade witcher. Yeah. Who is like, you know, killing people for money, you know, like he's a murderer for hire. Like Geralt's whole vibe is very per my last email. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> like Come per on. my last email. Do we have to do this, this, this again? This, 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 this. Yeah. And and he, first of all, he, he tells he tells this Haradan guy to go and 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 do that. And Haradan's like, "No, I'm going to fight you because <laughs> you killed whatever that other armored witcher guy was." Uh, You're like, yeah, "I want to, yeah, and I want to see if you're that good, you know." And <laughs> and, um, and then yeah, he gets defeated by him in like two seconds. <laughs> and Geralt's like, "Now go off and do what I told you to do, you <laughs> stupid person." You know, per my uh, last two emails. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh. like, it's like a ridiculous scene, um, you know, but like, I guess credit for trying to do some connective yeah. tissue with these other, older or these, uh, these earlier, um, kind of more seemingly more standalone episodes, you know, I guess that's kind of cool, but I mean, I do wonder if it's building up to anything. And, um, I gotta say, disappointed that Falwick is mentioned, but we don't get him in this episode. I'm yeah. like, where is this dude, you know, hiding now? Because we know he's in a bunch of episodes. So where is he? At the end of the series. <laughs> yeah, I'm apparently guessing. so. Um, but um, but yeah, you know, that that's all I have to say about that scene. You know? Yeah, so then he finally makes it to Sintra. Yeah. And he uh, encounters is, oh sorry. Huh? 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 Oh. Uh, so is is the Witcher High Council maybe like the priests? That live in Kermoran. Well, they had it was, it was a mix of like witchers because they had the witchers before. That yeah, were, like, oh, and they're all sitting around that campfire. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and like the one the gets promoted. Like, yeah. like um, Vesemir steps down so that one could get promoted yeah. into. It. Yeah, so I think that there were it. witchers that were part of it too. They, they were. were like, older I just witchers. think the whole thing is stupid. Though, oh yeah, you know, don't that's disagree. Not, that's not. It was a dumb invention by the Hexer. <laughs> that's uh, that still is by far my least favorite episode, just because mm. of how much they changed. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, at least I uh, appreciated that since you know they decided to go with that. Mm. Uh, they added the context of like, but the Witcher code predates the Witcher yeah. High Council. Yeah. So no, that's a good you point. Know, yeah, quit being a jackass and go <laughs> find out what actually happened. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. No, that's a that's a good point. Um, you know, and the fact that they bring they mentioned the Renegade Witchers again. You yeah. know, it just at least they're kind of, you know, they're not forgetting the stuff they did earlier in the season. Um, we'll see if there's any bigger payoff, um, possibly with Falwick if he's a yeah. renegade witcher now, you know, um, you know, yeah, um, but we'll see. But um, yeah, and then they move to Sintra. They move going, to Sintra. And um, we, we we get Mausak again, mm -hmm. or I forget what they called him in that episode. We we realized yeah. it was it was the same. It was yeah. it was a translation We're of mouse sack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the creepy mouse sack. The not hot mouse sack. <laughs> you go you could go hang out with his um his buddy Foltest and they can, you know, <laughs> join the beard the beard, you know, the the continent beard club, you know. Like those competitions. Who has the best beard? 
<laughs> yeah. Who would win? <laughs> Which of the beards do you like better? The beards? I don't remember. I blocked them all out. I well, did make well, a note that Ostrich's beard was particularly wacko, well, but I don't remember what it was Oh, he had like, like kind of like, I think more of the little sort of pointy, you yeah, know, thing. Yeah, I made, I made a note thing. about just um, calling out his beard. But I, I was thinking between um, between Foltest and uh, Mousesack, because Foltest has the Abraham Lincoln oh. beard, and Mousesack has that big, <laughs> you know, beard. scraggly beard. Yeah, yeah. like Mousesack's stuff's going to get lost in that <laughs> Yeah, beard. for sure. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I will say Mousesack's beard makes him look a little more sinister. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, the Abraham, like Foltest <laughs> looks like, you know, your jolly old, very, very out of style <laughs> uncle yeah. or something, you know. <laughs> Goldie chin strap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so I don't know. I would say Foltis at least looks friendlier with his beard. So yeah. maybe, I would maybe give him the edge. But, um, Bad beards all around. Yeah. That would have been a good, you know, segment. Like, like kind of too late to throw it in now, but for Hexer would have yeah. been, you know, we don't have the how many hmms, but maybe like, you know, ranking the beards. You or know? like Geralt's clean shaven to beard. Yeah, because he has a full again. beard yeah. this episode too. Yeah. That would be the other one. Yeah. Is, is, is Geralt clean shaven? You know, is Geralt <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, there, there would have been a segment there if we had known that that was a thing. You <laughs> I know, smell actually. a side quest. Yeah, right. yeah. maybe. <laughs> the beards of Hexer. But um, but anyhow, so go on. Like, we're in Sintra, and what happens next? Oh, I was going to say, our girl Queen Calanthe shows up again. Yeah, yeah. And I wrote down her name once more, Tim. Oh, do is that the last? Her name? Is that yeah. the last? Oh, see, I, I only do new cast members. Uh, so new cast members. Yeah. Well, you know what? Oh. I, wanted, I wanted another lady to represent. So right. her name's Ava. And are you ready? We're going to try. Vishniskevska. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. V, it's Vishniskevska, but you have to say it as one word. So I'm going to go Vishniskevska. Okay. That sounds more likely. I um I was like about ready to start, you know, kind of thumbing through my book to find like, because I know I wrote her name down when we did the, the yeah. you know, the the Sintra episode, the, you know, the one with Pavetta, but like, yeah. Um, uh, what's up with like, not only is her daughter dead and her son-in-law is yeah, dead, but, but her husband well? like dies off yeah. camera shortly after well, the wedding. this was an old, yeah. this was an old ice. ice. This was not, you know, young, like hail hearty like, hot I, I bet they just couldn't get him to come back for the episodes. <laughs> Probably. Like, oh um, yeah, he died. I mean, he may, somehow maybe king of like half the countries yeah. on the continent. <laughs> maybe, maybe the actor really did die. Like, uh, remember, remember, like you're talking yeah. about the other one, like the the box around. I yeah. know I saw at least one other name that oh, had a box no. around it. I don't know if it was his, but maybe it <laughs> was. Gotta go watch some credits later. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, Valerie, um, you ever think of that? <laughs> I did not. Clearly, <laughs> but. Um, but I mean, I do. I did feel bad for Calanthe, like you know, yeah, yeah, having lost like all of them, and she's yeah. just by herself. And then she, you know, she doesn't want Geralt to take right. um, to take the child. Now we don't know the child is a girl yet. Yeah, um, Siri has not been introduced yet. Yeah. I was wrong about Siri being in this episode, but I knew <laughs> I, I didn't really. think. I mean, you were technically, like theoretically, one of those kids is Siri. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But um, but um, you know, we don't. They're not meant. She's not mentioned. Right. As far as Geralt knows, right now, um, Pavetta had a boy. Yeah. So um, that's what he's thinking. But like you know, she doesn't want she doesn't want Geralt to take you know the the child, and and he pretty much agrees not to. Yeah, <laughs> I was a little confused by that too. Mm. Like I, I don't know, just how he's telling her. Like I don't even remember how he phrased it. I just remember thinking like this is kind of confusing, and I'm not quite sure. Well, I think it's a bad it's a translation. Again, yeah, yeah. You know, um, because it's very sort of. 
I don't like, yeah, I don't even remember exactly what it is, but it's very much like she says, don't take him. That's, yeah. Does she go down on her knees? Yeah. yeah. She's like begging him. She's like begging to... him, which I think I found very yeah. sort of striking. I'm yeah. like, wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I yeah. you know, like I feel this. Yeah. Um, and then she like weirdly says though, cause you know, she, they kind of refer to the kids that are playing outside. She's like, so you could there's take boys playing outside. Take any of them. Take all of them. Yeah. I'm appealing to your humanity. It's like, yeah. be a human Geralt and <laughs> take, take seven other children kid, away yeah. from their parents. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? I'll, I, I will give, I, I'm, I'm probably giving the show more credit than it deserves, but like, you know, I will, I will, that makes sense to me because I'm like, that does seem like a, yeah. uh, an elite attitude to have, yeah, like, yeah. you know, be human, like, like, you know, just don't, don't like, you know, someone who's used to basically being royalty and, yeah. and, and having that power and what, what you say goes, you know, um, would not, yeah, would probably not be one to think of others, you know, like that. It'd be like, you know, just don't take this, this child away from me, but, you know, take all those others. Right. So I could... I could buy that that would maybe be something Calanthe would say and not realize, like, you know, like, like, yeah, do you realize the, <laughs> you know, the ridiculousness of what you're saying? You know, how, 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 you know, um, just ironic that is. Yeah. But what I do think comes across is her desperation. Yeah. Like, she does feel desperate. Like, please don't take this this child away from me, you know, she's all I have. She doesn't yeah. say that, but that's what right. I, what I got from her actions and kind of the way she does it. And, um, and Gerald agrees, you know, not to, you know, um, presumably based off of this conversation we had, yeah. um, back with, um, Nenica at the temple, um, and the raccoons. And the <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, yeah. Um, and, and after that, he agrees, uh, while he's cradling her, uh, <laughs> we revive the Hexer's hottest will they won't thing, yeah. Geralt and Calamity. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. There's like weird. Geralt has like some MILF chemistry. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Let's, you know, let's yeah. invite, you know, Netica over. Yeah, right? okay. <laughs> let's get a little, little MILF on MILF yeah. action here. <laughs> no, it is, it does, there does seem to be some weird. In chemistry, like I, I'll be honest. Like we we talked about the the Calanthe one on that episode during that episode. Um, I I I thought I was weird seeing it no, with Nenica. The fact that you guys yeah. kind of saw a little flirtiness yeah. or like is that going on? You know, yeah. It's now we're two for two. Yeah. yeah, there are some people that just have like a spark in yeah. their eye. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I felt like Nenica's actress just had like that that spark. She yeah, just had like that sexy sassiness that was going on. Yeah. Even when she's dressed like a nun. I even yeah. would dress like a nun. I she's know. still or got for it. some, especially when she's dressed <laughs> like a nun. Well, I mean, Calente, I think, dresses like a, a nun, nun too. Yeah. She didn't really in this episode. But... Oh, wait, sorry. I meant, I, that's who I meant. Oh, Calente. Oh. Yeah. Well, but I think you could say um, Nenica dresses a little yeah. like a nun, too. She yeah. definitely had that smocky-looking yeah. thing. She didn't have the... The, the what, habit. The habit, thank you. Mm -hmm. um, but she had the, you know, like she was certainly wearing like a, you know, a... a a religious garment of some sort. Um, not at all, not at all what you'd no. call sexy. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I guess like that, that, that is a dynamic that exists. Maybe it's just Mikhail Zabrowski is just so hot <laughs> that women can't resist him. You know, I don't know. Um, you know, you're saying you think he's hot when he's all caked in like gross, he's you like know, looking, dude. <laughs> gross, like, you know, potion makeup and stuff like that. So, 
Um, no one's ever looked at either of us with cat's eyes, Tim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, would you, what if you like, you know, what if you had a chance to kind of, you know, get it on with Mikhail, but he had to wear those cat eye Does contacts? Does not bother me in any <laughs> you way. You could deal with that. You could deal with that. 100%. Okay, all right. That's all why right. I directed that to you and me, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying this whiskey. I think it's weird. You think, you think it's weird? I think it's weird. Um, It's like, Sort of apple juicy, but also scotch. I know. It's like an apple juice scotch, and I don't know <laughs> what to make of it because it's it's got that sweet part in the front, but then it's still got the the punch of a scotch. This is gonna be fun to do the whiskey compass. Oh, actually. apple weird. in the front, and business in the back. Mm-hmm. It is like it because it, it's definitely sweet, but then it's got this like burn on the back end of it, which has gone. It's lessened the more I've had of it, but. Here, Sean, can you pass this to Tim? Yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. I was trying to do it all quiet, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need the I need the bottle down here. Um, need to pour a little bit more. Yeah, it's- um, It's like, it can't fit, much like this episode, there's a lot going on and it can't quite figure out what it wants to it be. It's a good pairing for the episode. It is an it? excellent pairing for the episode. Well done, Tim. I am impressed. I mean, I I like it. Like it's, um, you know, like I'm not always a big fan of- you know, for all my talk about like the Pete monster, maybe we should, you know, maybe there will be an episode where we bring that on to pair it with it just to try um, that because like, obviously that is a, a type of scotch, you know, that, that very sort of smoky, very yeah. peaty type. And we should at some point, you know, sample and pair one and discuss one, um, you know, on one of these episodes, but I've never, that's never been the type of scotch I prefer um, I like a little smokiness, yeah. like the one we had earlier in the season where it didn't really even no taste smoke, like a scotch yeah. it was a good whiskey, yeah. but I was a little disappointed because I'm like, oh, this is not what I think didn't of being. taste what you thought a scotch yeah. should taste now, like. That, and yeah. and it's, it's weird to say that because it was a good scotch. So yeah. to say I'm disappointed by a good scotch is weird to say, but like it just, I was expecting a little smokiness. Yeah. This one has a little smokiness, yeah. but you're right. It has a lot of fruit too. Yeah, I think it's a the, weird combination. I think the smokiness comes a little bit on the back end. Mm-hmm. Now, for what it's worth, I did hear that this one, um, and I think the 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 distillery recommends um, having it with um, a little water mm. or on the rocks. Mm. But I do have some stuff um, to discuss about both um, the whiskey and about, the, like, I guess first, like a little bit about Scotch whiskey blends for our listeners who aren't whiskey people, because we know we have a lot of them. Um, There are two unique types of whiskey distilled in Scotland, malt whiskey, which is distilled from malted barley, and grain whiskey, which is usually distilled from wheat or corn. So when it comes to scotch blends, there are actually three different types. Blended scotch, which is a blend of both single malt and single grain whiskeys. Blended malt, which is a blend of only single malts. And blended grain, which is a blend of only single grain. Orchard House um, is a blended malt whiskey. So there's no grain whiskey to be found here um, in this one. Um, other Compass Box whiskeys, though, um, might. Like, they, you know, they do them all. Um, Compass Box itself is a London-based company that was founded in 2000 by John Glazer, an American who lives in the UK and who used to work for the Johnny Walker Company. Hmm. As I said earlier, they only produce blended whiskey, and they really attempt to push the envelope as far as what scotch blends can be. So I don't know. Maybe in your mind, they pushed it a little bit too far (laughs) 
with this one. But I do agree. Yeah, they've definitely, they're doing something different with it. Yeah. Um, and to that note, rather than referring to themselves as a, as a distiller or a blender, I'm calling them a distillery, but they don't call themselves that. Um, they call themselves whiskey makers, one word. Um, and it's a term they invented and which they define as someone who feels compelled to make things better, to challenge and to experiment. So that's what they call themselves. They say, mm. we are a whiskey maker. We're not a distillery. Um, along with Orchard House, which is one of their newer whiskeys, and the aforementioned Peat Monster, their other malt blends include the very popular The Spice Tree and The Story of the Spaniard. Their signature whiskey is called Hedonism and is a blended grain scotch. They've also produced a large number of limited edition whiskeys, many with quirky names like No Name Number 3, Rogue's Banquet, This Is Not a Festival Whiskey, and Phenomenonology. <laughs> so I think I'm saying that right. Um, Orchard House debuted in 2021 and is the brainchild of blender James Saxon. It's a blend of five whiskeys and a Highland malt blend that's a favorite of founder John Glazer. It's 46 ABV, which puts it at 92 proof. And um, one last little fact about Compass Box. They're such envelope pushers that occasionally they've run into trouble with the Scotch Whiskey Association, the powerful trade, trade organization representing the Scotch industry. The most recent of the sorry, the most recent of these concerned Compass Box's desire to be fully transparent and release all the information available about every component whiskey available in its blends, something the Scotch Whiskey Association claimed was illegal in both the EU and the UK. Hmm. In response, then, um, Compass Box launched an industry-focused campaign for greater transparency within the Scotch world and have gotten other prominent Scotch distillers to join them. Currently, the law prevents them from listing the age of the individual components on their website, but if you email Compass Box, they'll happily tell you. They're such rebels. <laughs> <laughs> and they have an email address um, like on the site to basically, you know, reach out to them if you're if you want to know that. If you're someone who's um to that level of whiskey enthusiasm, that that sort of stuff um um matters to you. They want to be as transparent as possible, even going down to the real sort of levels of how much percentage of this, you know, um whiskey is here, how much percent like they they, you know, all that information is readily available for all of their whiskeys. And Valerie. I would suggest um, you do something um, when we're done recording or tomorrow or later, later on this week, whenever you got a moment, go to the Compass Box website um, and look at some of their um, whiskeys because as someone who appreciates design and, um, and art, like, like they have some really cool looking bottles. Nice. Now, now their bottles are all pretty much the same. They all kind of look like this bottle. For those of you listening to the podcast, we will obviously post bottle pics on our Instagram and, and Twitter, um, and in our discord, but, um, the bottle itself is just kind of a basic round mm -hmm. bottle. The label for orchard house looks very appropriate for orchard house. It has a lot of fruit on it. Um, you know, kind of lush leaves, but like some of these, like I said, the peat monster has an actual monster on it. That, like is a lot of fun. All of their bottles have kind of cool looking labels with art on it. Um, they clearly, you know, um, bring in some talented artists um, and put a lot of work in the design of these labels. And I think they coincide with the name and they're just, there's a lot of, they, they, they clearly seem to be having some fun. Yeah. So there's like a good sort of spirit to, to them. So anyhow, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I enjoy this one 
Uh, I agree. It's weird. It's probably not for everyone. I think it's a scotch to maybe pair with mm-hmm. like like sweeter things. Like they've mentioned this as possibly a good scotch. Um, as like they suggest maybe you know you want to get a little bit you know interesting with it. Do a boiler maker alongside a cider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is already blended enough. Do we really need to blend it with like <laughs> like cider as well? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> according to according to Valerie, yes. It's not bad. It's just weird. It's just like there's a, there's a lot going on and there are two very different warring flavor profiles that are kind of happening between the sweet and the smoke. Yeah, there is. And I guess, you know, that could be something that would turn people off. I yeah. actually, I like it. All right. I think, um, you know, it's, it, like, you're not saying anything wrong. It is like kind of these two flavor profiles, but, you know, like to me, the sweetness really sort of balances against the smokiness and keeps it from being to just you know i don't know like like harsh mm. um it feels lighter it feels you know fruitier you definitely get the fruit you know when you um poured it you said oh i definitely it's yeah, apple smell the fruit, yeah. yeah yeah like i think on the nose you know certainly apple and pear and then citrus fruits i get um you know on the palate those are all there as well um you know and i i don't know like you know you could even do some things like, you know, raisin or kind of dried fruit. Like I hear dried apricot a lot. And this is maybe the first whiskey where I've like, I feel like I'm getting a sense of that. But then, yeah, it's immediately then like your next wave is that smokiness and that peatiness. And that kind of then just sort of takes over is how yeah. I the how I would say the experience is. Now, we don't have producer Sean sampling <laughs> it. I really would be curious what he would think if he would. So we need to save all the ones he's not going to drink and just make him do them all at once. And whenever he's back. Yeah. That that could be another side quest. Yeah, it could be a side quest. (laughs) Sean Sean samples all the whiskeys, you know, that he didn't get to. Um, Sean catches up and falls down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, listeners. So um, we've kind of changed the arrangement since you last heard us. We are now on the same side, which is a little weird. I'm very close to Valerie here. Um, because we want to be on camera for this. We got another review. And as you know, um, when we get positive reviews, um, we, we've agreed we'll take a shot. So, um, we got a nice review. It's another short one, but it's a five-star review. Counts all the same, guys. Yes. Now, this is from Lady Near the Lake. Um, I suspect we know who this is, um, but we, we thank her, um, regardless. She said, we are a wonderful listen um, very enjoyable podcast, highly recommended. That's all she wrote, but that's all she needs to write. <laughs> um, so thank you, Lady Near the Lake. Thank we, you. We very much appreciate it. Um, and so because of this, we're going to do a shot. Now this shot, um, it's in those glasses. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's in, it's in, it's in glass. We, we've poured it out. It's in our, our Witcher shot glasses that we used in our aforementioned, um, fireball, fireball. <laughs> episode. Um, but this, this, um, what we're taking a shot of, it's not whiskey, it's actually rum. And what it is, is it is, um, lost, uh, basically Navy rum from Lost Spirits. Now, Lost Spirits is a distillery that now is um, open in Las Vegas. Um, they used to be in, in LA prior to the pandemic. And um, this bottle came from the LA distillery when Valerie and, um, and my wife and some friends of ours went there for a bachelor party. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get to go. Um, <laughs> I never got to go to the one in LA. Um, the plan was to go sometime like 
like afterwards, um, because you know everyone loved it, because um, this this distillery is not like a normal one. It's kind of like a, a almost like a uh, the Disneyland a, of booze yes. is what it's been called. Yes, it's an adult playground. Um, and and actually, and if you go to Vegas, you should check the one out there. But um, I didn't get to go to this one, and. Um, and, you know, because like after they went was they went right before the pandemic, then the pandemic happened and it closed. So mm-hmm. uh, so all I've gotten to do is drink the booze. And this is a very strong rum. <laughs> it's, I, I was there. I yeah. remember <laughs> it's cast strength. Um, basically, I think one hundred and twenty four proof. <laughs> so, <Woo! laughs> so yeah, this is going to be interesting. Good times. Good times. Oh. Um, we're keeping it. We're keeping it. Um, not over the top, but this is a shot. So it is indeed. Well, cheers. cheers. Thank you for the review. Which school are you? Are you? I I think I'm Wolf. I guess I'm School of the Griffin this yeah, time. I believe so. I'm Wolf. That's a wolf, right? Yeah. Or is it a dog? <laughs> what will it look like after this? All right. All right well, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Then. That burn, man. Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's better than our last shot, but yeah, you feel it. I or, wish I made a trash pallet uh, shot compass <laughs> to like drag all of these. The Jay's like fire. Why? I, you know, what I still don't understand is why my why Christina got this. Oh, it was fine. It's just like you wouldn't shoot it. I mean, this is like this it's is smoky. <laughs> this is pretty much like yeah. good for you know getting fucked up, and that's about it. What is what was Christina saying by saying like, okay, let's buy a bottle of this like ridiculously strong rum? Sometimes you just want to get fucked up <laughs> for the least amount of effort as possible. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you could make tiki drinks, but you could do stuff with that. Yeah, you could probably float it on top and yeah, light it on you fire. Could do that. I'm sure you could. Sure my stomach is on fire. Right <laughs> I, which of us is which is a oh god see yeah see it's already hitting how is it oh, it's literally been two minutes <laughs> because it's fucking strong i'm Ballard. so disappointed in you <laughs> i like that she's chastising me uh, <laughs> like we're professionals at this point like, tell oh. your liver to buck up <laughs> i mean that's strong even by my standards so oh um, uh. All right. Well, I mean, I do still feel the burn in my gut, but yeah, yes, <laughs> that's the thing. Yours is just like, wait a minute. We're still at the burning stage. Yeah. <laughs> Yours is just, you know, like, see, mine's at least already starting to process it. Oh, you no. know? It's yeah. Sit there. I don't process things quickly. See? I'll be fine for a while. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be fun. <laughs> All right. So which of us wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. I kind of alluded to it earlier, but okay. my pick is Geralt. For not knowing how to count, Tim looks shocked. Geralt? He just did, you guys. He just did the uh, dramatic hamster meme or groundhog or whatever it is. He literally did a double take. It was awesome. <laughs> yes, Geralt. Geralt, who knows? Third who's meme. been told that Black he is supposed meme. to wait three? They're supposed to. The rooster's supposed to crow three times, and he, he crows once. He crows twice. But he doesn't wait for that third crow, and then he gets gored because of it. See, I just assumed the Hexer couldn't afford the third crow. You know, it's like, it's like, oh, we only have the budget for two, <laughs> two crows. crows. Yeah. Uh, um, come on, yeah, crow, like, do it again. Here, like come they, on, rooster, do it again. All right, yeah. fine. <laughs> they told him, they told him what he needed to do. He ignored it, and then he uh, paid the price. So, very stupid move on Geralt's part. Yeah, that, I mean, I guess that's true. I don't know. I feel like the the source was pretty shady to begin with. Yeah. This random, like this guy who this 
you know, basically the Valorad pretty much says he's an idiot, you know, like, ah, this fool said you could cure her by doing this thing. So, I mean, of course, Geralt's maybe not going to take it the I most serious. No, how hard is it to just like wait for one more crow? I mean, that is true. Yeah. That's that's a good point. It's like cover all your bases. What does it man. hurt? What does it yeah. hurt? Yeah, you're already do your due diligence. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's true. He could have done that. Yeah, no, this is a good pick. I like this pick. Oh, I, you're coming around on yeah, it now? Yeah, Coming I just, around on I, it after yeah. I got a double take and a doo-doo no. from Tim? Well, because it was, you know, it's a good pick. And I like that it's a like yeah. I like that you picked Geralt because like I think you know there were other obvious picks and I like that you went with something that maybe at least to my mind was not obvious. Okay. Um, for me, I started this episode and I'm like you know I'm like getting through I, I'm through most of it and I'm like I'm just gonna pick Ostrid again because yeah. this guy is like a, a complete idiot even though this Ostrid is not as big of an idiot as the one in the Netflix series. He's still a fool. He's still an idiot. He's totally worthy of being a care moron. And then this stupid Witcher kid shows up <laughs> and is like, like, uh, you know, I'm going to, I, you know, like, like Geralt presents a very, very, very logical argument. He says, you know, go back to yeah. this, this town and talk to the people there. Talk, do your due diligence. Talk to Istrid. Istrid is very well-respected, you know, magic user. Yeah. He will tell you what happened. Other people will tell you what this guy, Moranga, was doing. You know, go do your due diligence. It's a very reasonable, yeah. rational argument. Any normal, <laughs> like, like, you know, um, adult human being capable of thinking and processing and reasoning things out would realize, you know what? He's right. I should probably do that. Like you just said, what does it hurt? Cover yeah. all your bases. And instead he's like, no, I'm going to fight you because you tried, you killed this one guy who was supposedly the most badass witcher of, of all of them. And I think I could take you, yeah. you know, like, like we talk about why does everyone think they can take witchers? witchers? Apparently that applies to witchers as well. Um, plus the fact that this guy is even caring about, you know, that Dermot Moronga Moroni idiot, yeah. like the worst character on the series. And he's like, all, Oh no, you can't kill him like you know like fuck you like that guy <laughs> deserved to die and you know the fact that you're even like bothering with this and listening to this stupid witcher council who we all know are a bunch of fools i don't know this 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 witcher is yeah he's he's just an idiot like all i think all witchers other than Geralt and maybe vesemir if vesemir counts as a witcher i know he's dead now yeah. in this series but like um, I think all of the other witchers are just kind of idiots. We should just give them all the care moron, you know, <laughs> like anytime one of them shows up, I'm probably going to pick that Default. person. It, yeah. Yeah. So anyhow, um, this, what's his name? Um, here, 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 I can't remember how I was saying it here. Um, yeah, he's my care moron, the little witcher that just randomly showed up. <laughs> the little witcher that couldn't, the little witcher that could not at all. Sean, do you have a pick? Uh, I do, and here is where we part ways, Valerie. Ooh, at long last. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, it was a good journey. It was with it you. was indeed shaking hands. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like were you guys always the same? Did I miss that? Except yeah. when Sean wasn't doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah for, except for yeah. the episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, uh, I also considered 
the Hieronymus or whatever the <laughs> yeah. name is. <laughs> Hieronymus um, would have been a better name. Hieronymus, I think. But I've had so many before that I'm like, you idiot. Why do you think you can fuck with Geralt? Uh-huh. Uh, so I did actually wind up going with Ostrid. Uh-huh. I mean, he's he he was my pick until this yeah. like annoying little it's not even because he wanted to fight with Gerald. it's just like who the fuck are you you know why are you what are you doing in this yeah. episode you know, it's probably yeah, that yeah, like yeah, it, 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 there's you know because there is the like you know why do you think you can fight with Gerald? Yeah. um and it's my favorite answer to that. Like, Carol doesn't even unsheath his sword. He just, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, bonks him on the head. <laughs> yeah, and knocks about him out. yeah, yeah. Uh, which is awesome. And then, you know, as he's tied to the log and telling his stupid story about how he fucked the king, he, uh, I mean, he didn't really. Yeah. We assume. <laughs> he made it. He made it with him. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think that means? <laughs> um,. You know, Geralt's like, dude, just break the curse. And uh, Ostrid just goes full incel and is like, no, everybody else should suffer because I'm sad. So, like, fuck you, buddy. You're my care more. And then he gets slaughtered yeah. as he, he is, deserves. He so. is the incel yeah. of the Witcher universe, yeah, isn't he? He, is. he really is. Like, yeah. She didn't love me, me. so she should suffer. Like, yeah. 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 No, he totally, I never thought in terms of that, but he is. He's a complete incel. Yeah. Um, yeah, he no, Ostrich. No one. I'm. He's like one of the most unlikable characters I think in the franchise. Yeah. Um, he's very well deserving of being a Caremoron. And honestly, I think we we probably picked the three stupidest people <laughs> in this episode. I'm kind of glad we all were were different, different here. Yeah, it yeah. could work, team. Yeah, well yeah. Done, and and I gotta say, I don't think I would have picked. Um, Haradin if he wasn't a witcher it was yeah. more like 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 I saw that and I'm like oh witchers are still fucking stupid <laughs> why are the witchers in the hexer so dumb other than Geralt yeah. like what why um it just I don't know I think I have like 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 kind of just instinctual rage every time <laughs> we get to that that is fair it boggles yeah. the mind yeah, yeah. agreed yeah. Let's move on to off the path. This is going to be a short section because, um, you know, I don't have tons to say and we've had some really strong rum. But anyhow, uh, I'm not going to talk about the the Striga story because, like, I feel like, like, you know, all right. So here's one thing I'm noticing as we've watched more of Hexer. When they adapt stories, like... With the Netflix Witcher, sometimes they flat out change things. Mm-hmm. A good example was The Edge of the World, the story mm-hmm. we discussed last time. Because, um, yeah, like The Witcher totally changed things. They changed the the ending. They didn't have the granny character who mm-hmm. I love. There was a lot they cut, but then a lot they just flat out changed. Um, you know, what the Hexer tends to do is super, super condensed yeah. things. So they don't really change it, but suddenly it's like, like you know, there's things that are, are left out. And and I don't know, it's not as interesting to just say, oh, here's what they left out. Oh, there was a scene between, you know, yeah. the king and the, you know, like who cares? You know, that's not that interesting. But I, I find it making, I find it, a little bit interesting when we do these off the path segments, it makes it a little bit more challenging to be like, okay, what's the interesting stuff to go into? So last time we went into, well, what was Dudu trying to do with like stealing this money? Cause we never got that part of the story. Mm-hmm. So this one, it's just like, okay, um, we have these um, two other stories that it pulls from. There's the voice of reason. And there's the one that I think is more interesting, um, something more. Mm-hmm. And we touched on a little bit of it. This, this, amazing conversation that Geralt has with Calanthe in the short story that just completely got yeah. cut and condensed and just smooshed into this one little scene um, that ultimately le- like ends the same way. Like Geralt does not take um, 
the child surprise in the short story. He doesn't take it in um in in the end at the end of this episode. But how they get there is different. And you know, um, as you alluded to, there's this great conversation between Calanthe and Geralt that starts with, you know, first of all, like Geralt, like um Mousak telling um, Girl, like, don't, you know, say this, you know, this stays between us, but that like Calanthe had ordered, mm-hmm. um, Siri, the child to be killed at first. Um, which I, th- you know, there's some people that say that's a translation error. I was listening to an episode of, um, Breakfast in Beauclair and they talked about that, how that might not actually be accurate. And that might be a, a problem with the English translation. I mean, they haven't fixed it. Yeah. They haven't fixed it. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I actually, I, I, I don't know. I don't speak Polish. I can't. Yeah. I can't say authoritatively, but I'm going to say I don't. I don't think that's the case. You know, because um, I feel like help. I feel like I feel like they like unlike the hexer where it's like you know why isn't there an official right. version of this out here? I mean, there's a brand new just released yeah. edition of um, the Witcher novels and short story collections that are just now and. They haven't changed this. Oh, they haven't so. changed it in the new one? I mean, granted, I haven't read it, but I feel mm. like that would be something that would have crossed our I'll radar. Check it out. I feel like that would have crossed our radar. Yeah. I feel like, you know, we we're we're we lived in this world enough that yeah. someone would have said that and we would have been like, oh, okay, mm. that's interesting. Um, so I don't know. I mean, obviously I don't know, but my gut is telling me that's not the case. It probably is an authentic translation. Okay. I mean, the fact is she did, but then she immediately changed her mind. Yeah. That was the thing, you know? Um, and um, and I don't, I'm not going to say anything about that other than the fact that that's a little detail that isn't here, you know, in this episode. Um, other details is, um, yeah, we see the kids and we see the kids here um, and I don't know. Did you notice was one of them a girl you in that group? Tell. You can't you tell, can't really. That like, was a, yeah. In the book, one of them is a girl, and it's girl clear. And he he notices it. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. that's pointed out. And you know, we know after the fact that that's Siri. Yeah. Um. But um. At the time, yeah, you, he Gerald didn't know, but he does observe that. And you're right in this. Yeah, you I couldn't tell. tell. No. Okay. Yeah. No, that was my my takeaway as well. So you know, you see the kids playing down in the in the the whatever that is, the field or the, yeah. you know, whatever that quarry, I don't know what it is. They're in like some the courtyard pit. or something. Yeah, yeah. Courtyard. Um, and, um, and they're, um, yeah. And you see that, but you, you don't take notice of the fact that one of them is a girl, which is kind of an, a crucial detail in the story. Um, then, you know, you get to, to Calanthe and, um, there's, you know, a lot of sort of back and forth. She gets angry at Geralt at one point, you know, and um, and it's kind of like a battle of wits, almost yeah, between the two of them, on wits and wills yeah. a little bit. And you know, at one point he 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 kind of genuflects to her, and she's like, "That's what you you do when you speak to a queen, you know, good, yeah." Like, and he almost like his 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 initial reaction was uh, was to shrug, and he 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 thinks thinks again, and he's like, "No, no, I should do this instead." So it's like there's like all this sort of like detail that maybe you couldn't really do in a visual medium like um like you know television that you can do in a book so you know some of it's not fair but there's a lot of discussion that you know they could have had if they had wanted to and we we touched on some of it Geralt this is where you find out one how many um kids actually die during mm-hmm. the the trial of the grasses and it's like you know on at most four and ten survive it so that six out of ten die um and um i think this is a story where they first kind of established that and then you um you find out also that most um 
which your children are not um, child of surprise or just, you yeah. know, kids. That just a sort of myth they've they've kind of put out there to perpetuate, perpetuate, make it seem more exotic, more romantic. Maybe um, there's that great discussion about how will the poets describe yeah. this conversation? Like you know, I and 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 one thing she does do is you know um, talk about like you know look at those kids down there. If you can pick the one that you know is is the child is is Pavetta's child. Um, and you guess right, you can take them. But if you guess wrong, you know you're not going to take. And Geralt refuses to to play that game. Yeah. But like she offers that, and um, you know, and she talks about how in the in the um, when the poets tell the story, I'll give you three chances and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And um, you know, and and there's just yeah, a lot of banter because he's like, no, you know, because I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not going to take the child. The poets won't tell that story because, you know, it's not the ending that, you know, anyone wants, but he's like, I'm not going to do it because I can make the choice. And ultimately there's a great understanding where they both kind of admit that they're afraid. He admits that the reason he doesn't want to take the child, you know, is because he's kind of afraid of what that would mean. And she, um, she then admits that the reason she doesn't want to give her up, you know, we know it's a her, is because, you know, she's afraid as well. And they bond over that. Yeah. And that's like kind of a really nice moment um, that happens in the story. None of this is in this, you know, Hexer condensed version. It's just, you know, they don't have the space for it. And so really it's just like, it's a brief scene. Like it's one scene, one sequence, one vignette in this larger short story. Um, this isn't the single short story. It's, you know, we talked about it. It's the short story where Geralt's all like, you know, kind of hallucinating while, while he's, you know, recovering from that, you know, was it a ghoul bite or whatever? Yeah, I forget injury. what Yeah. And, um, and that's what it is, but you know, there's so much to it and even that they couldn't quite fit into the story. And I, I find that interesting. You could say the same about the voice of reason, but I don't think you can really adapt the voice of reason. So yeah. I don't blame them for that. I like that they at least alluded to it the way that they, they did, but, um, uh, but yeah, you know, um, that's, I, I find that that's what Hexer is doing is condensing, mm-hmm. um, and then occasionally just coming up with their own weird shit. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> Throwing a random raccoon in there just yeah. for funsies. Yeah. Yeah. I wish they had sung. I wish they had burst out. <laughs> would have made that more, more, you know, a little bit more. In- I mean, it was a good scene, but it would have made that it's an good entirely scene different kind of better. trip. Yeah. <laughs> Now, you were at least a little bit closer than I was, but... Was I? Well, you predicted Falwick, who wasn't in the episode, but got a mention. You got mentioned, And you predicted Siri, who sort of was in the episode, although not really, but... I guess. Maybe she was one of the kids we couldn't tell from, you know. But it's a string episode. Neither one of us thought we were ever going to get that, so... Here's here's a question, um, real quick, now that I just thought of it. It's like, we can't tell... We couldn't tell if one of those kids was a girl. Yeah. But if one of them was... Yeah, and it was it was Siri, and it was a Siri actress. Is that one of is that one of her episodes? Yeah, probably because that che- that affects our calculus. Because yeah. I believe Siri is in three episodes. The actress who plays hmm. Siri is in three episodes, and so um, I don't know if she was down there. And I didn't really pay attention to the yeah. credits. I noticed there was no Siri credit yeah. at the end credits, so I at least know that. But like. If she's down there, that could be one of the episodes. So that's something like when we when we try to predict when Siri's going to show up. Mm. Um, I also got a little bit of information <gasps> from one of our Discord members that I'm going to share with Secrets. you. 
it's not a spoiler. Well, it's not really a spoiler, but I feel like it's information worth sharing for the sake of predictions. Okay. Um, so Anna, you know Anna from our from what our secrets. Do you have for us Anna? from our Discord? By the way, guys, join our Discord. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Anna, um, she she said that as the series goes on, the episodes stray more from the source material. Mm. So. Um, you know that, and and I, I think they maybe you, do more. We're gonna get a Witcher thing. Council at some point. It's gonna happen. Yeah. So take that as you know, as it may. Like you know, those later episodes probably aren't gonna be yeah. straight adaptations of the short stories. Um, I'll give that to you because that was given to me, okay. so I feel like it's only fair. Um, secrets, secrets. <laughs> but like, yeah, Siri's gonna show up, and I I wonder if this was one of her episodes. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. If she wasn't mm. credited, I. Doubt it. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Well, what were you going off of? Was it because you were going off of like when the actress appears? I just right? was showing going off of um, Netflix when they when I was looking up Hexer on Netflix. They Netflix? have the cast. Oh, you mean sorry, IMDb. Hundred and twenty-four proof. I'm totally fine. By the way, <laughs> you're not totally, totally fine. fine. You're not totally fine. Okay. You, I've learned. You say you're fine when you are not. You're not. In you, this instance, I am totally fine. You're not totally fine. You're okay. You're just. You're not. You're just not talking. You've just been letting me talk. <laughs> okay, Tim. No, you have. Like, I am to- what would you like me to talk about, Tim? Talk. All right. You know. Talk about. Talk about your predictions. Okay, my predictions. I am doubling down on Renfrey. Yeah. I know that we're going to have Renfrey in some episodes. We're running out the clock. This was episode eight. So I feel like she's got to show up. Have you just up. picked Renfrey for like, you like know, the last three, four episodes? Yeah. yeah, I have. Yeah. And one of these days, it's going to be right. I, I feel so. like this is like a boring <laughs> way to approach this section. Just well, pick- no, because here's my thing. There's going to be a, there's going to be Renfrey one. There's going to be Siri one. So I'm. I feel like we just had Siri. Geralt's going off. He said in the end of the episode to Calanthe that he's going to go off and have some random adventures at the edge of the world or whatever. He's going to go see what else is out there. I feel like Renfrey is more likely to meet him on the edge of the world than Siri is at this point, especially since he just left her in her grandmother's care. But he already did that. Yeah. Well, he said he's going to do it again. He said he was at the end of the episode. Did he? Mm-hmm. Is that what he says? I don't know. I, I remember He's going just... to far off lands. Oh. Yeah, I'm drunk. Sure, Tim. <laughs> I just don't remember this episode. I don't like, you know, like I, I like a little peek behind the, the curtain. I usually watch these episodes twice. I only had time to watch this one mm. once. So Tim is it, very dedicated. I watch them once. Yeah. Well, you're clearly can recall this sort of stuff better than I can. If you can recall the stuff after watching it once I mean, or else you take better notes. Copious note taker. Yeah. Um, but no, no. Usually, I watch it, watch them twice. I only watch this one once. So, like details about what they said at the last, at, at the end of the episode, I don't remember. Um, like I just remember, you know, I, I just, re- I remember the big beats, you know. So that's kind of it with me. But like, um, yeah, I don't know. He could say he's going to do that. That doesn't mean that's what he's going to do. Okay, you know? here I'm going to make my predictions for the end of the series. I think we're going to have some run for your episodes. We're going to have some Siri episodes. We're probably going to do the one. I'm very bad with titles, guys, but the one where she and Geralt meet up in the woods. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to have some version of that. Yeah. But I think they've laid the groundwork for this Witcher Council and that there's going to be some sort of confrontation with Falwick where Geralt's going to have to like get pulled before the council and plead his case or something about but, like what makes a Witcher. But Falwick, as far as I can count, has been in three episodes so far, and he's credited as being in like, I think, seven, I, I think. Yeah, so I, I think could it's going to be like the Falwick show from... Um, 
But that would mean like he really needs to start showing up because this was what episode eight is that yes. what we're on? Um, and um, and there's only five more episodes. Is that right? Fourteen. It's thirteen. Thirteen, right? Yeah. Um, is my math right? So yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. Eight plus five is thirteen. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so yeah, like he needs to start showing up. Maybe there's one more he might not show yeah. up in. If I'm right about seven, I'm looking it up right now. Um, because like we had that information, and I feel like that's at least fair to um to um you know like like base our our predictions off of so let me let me okay i am gonna predict that hexer is gonna hexer they seem to love doing these combo episodes so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say that we get a renfrey fallwick combo where half of it is renfrey and half of it is fallwick um you know what i was wrong he was in six episodes six episodes so the fact that he's been in three that means he only has three more left so um so yeah you know he might not show up next episode um, apparently Nenica is in four episodes. Oh, there so we she's, go. She's coming back. We're going to see her more. Um, and, and uh, like, oh, I don't yeah, feel like we are, I don't feel like we're cheating because like we had this information at, in our side quest and we've just forgotten it. So we're refreshing our memory. Um, and, um, Yaskir is in seven episodes. So I think, I think I was thinking of Yaskir instead of Fallwick. I was getting the two mixed up. So we should be getting more Yaskir. I hope every time we see Nenica, like the frame is just more like, Dense with animals. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a peacock in there. All right, so here, so with that, wanders in. with that in mind, I'm going to predict Nenica in the next episode. Right. I don't know what you know context she's going to uh, you know be there in, but I feel like it makes sense more sense to me for her to be um, for her to return, especially if she's going to return for three more episodes. For her to return, you know, kind of shortly after she first appeared and then um you know and like i could see Geralt going back to her mm-hmm. you know clearly they bonded clearly they had some you know there's, there's a spark there there's a spark there yeah um i do think i i suspect the the later episodes will be involving siri i don't know if you would take siri there this early on but i suspect maybe there might you know that kind of makes a little sense to me that maybe she cuz yeah four episodes is a lot um and and so um so yeah, so I think next episode we'll get some Nenica. I don't know if we'll get fall. Now that I know it's only three more episodes, episodes that he's going to appear. Um, next episode is nine. I feel like maybe they'll be the last three episodes. That's mm. going to be what I'm going right. to I'm going to stake on. So so I don't think we'll get fall with next next episode. I do think we'll get Yaskir, um, and. Um, We'll get Renfrey. She has to show up. <laughs> I like, like on one hand, it's like I kind of like being different than you, but you just keep guessing Renfrey. And eventually, it's going to be fucking Renfrey you until know? I give up, like I did with the elves episode. <laughs> and will be the next freaking one. Well, but but we are running out of runway, so yeah. you know it's gonna it's gonna be soon. Um, I think. Um, I don't think we'll get Siri. All right. I'm going to guess that we're not like, I'm going to guess that next episode is going to be totally original, not based on any Mm. source material that we know of. Um, I think we're going to get Nenica. I think we're going to get Yaskir. I think we're going to get a bunch of random shit we didn't expect (laughs) to get. And that's my, 
my guess. I think it's just going to be this weird ass episode that we're like, why did they do that? <laughs> and that'll be that. Awesome. So that's, that's what I'm thinking. I think um, this will be next episode is episode nine. My prediction is like Renfrey will be episode 10. We'll see. Okay. So. You know, if if I'm wrong, she's nine, then I, you know, maybe the random episode will be 10. But I think we're going to get some weird fucking random Yeah, I don't think you're wrong point. about that. Um, I think there's going to be some Witcher Council nonsense that's going to happen. Yeah. They set it up. I feel like it's it's coming down the pipeline. Yeah. Like, maybe that Huronen guy will show up again. I don't know if he will. I'm not predicting that. Yeah. But, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say it's out of the possibility. So. Uh, I disagree on Ooh. it being totally random stuff next okay. i mean it feels like like them doing the like the half and half episodes or like in this case well this like the half and like quarter and a quarter <laughs> yeah uh it just it felt like a network note somehow and that they're <laughs> gonna keep doing it because of that mm. uh so i think the next episode is going to be like half short story half like probably like random council nonsense mm. um if i had if i knew the short stories like well enough or like even remember the first season of the netflix feature, <laughs> i would like uh. make a guess as to which one but i don't um but uh longer term uh i feel like you know falwick was like really set up to be like the nemesis for Geralt in the long run yeah so i, I think that Geralt is gonna have to save siri from falwick mm. hmm. And yeah. also, Dudu's going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just going to throw this out there. Yeah. Like another story that hasn't been adapted by Hexer yet, but would make sense to adapt is um, the Novellan story. Hmm. I could see them yeah. doing that. You know? Interesting. I could see them trying, especially after seeing them. They did the Striga. I'm like, I could see them doing a Bruxa. Um, yeah. I mean. Hmm. We could get that episode. Um, I'm still sticking with my random shit, but like, they could. I, I wouldn't be surprised if before we get to the end of Hexer, they throw that one out there. Hmm. We do. Um, we do have one more thing. To, one more last bit of business to take care of. Yeah. Before we we sign off, which is is time for our toast, and you're doing it. This I time. am doing it. I I don't know, man. I'm like doubling down on these heartfelt, meaningful toasts. But well, he... you can do that. What's wrong <laughs> with like you know being heartfelt? I don't know, man, but here we go. So I, this week, am toasting to found families. Mm -hmm. In this episode, we see Nenica become a mother figure to Geralt. She takes care of him when he's sick and offers him advice about life. She may not be his biological mother, but it's clear by the episodes end that they have a bond. People aren't always lucky enough to be born into supportive, safe families. Biological relations can suck. But if we're lucky, sometimes we can create our own support systems and find bonds that, while not connected by blood, are just as strong, if not stronger. So cheers to everyone out there that's built themselves a family from the ground up. And cheers to those that fill the role for everyone in need of a little care. So cheers. I will drink to that. Um, I find it interesting you found this, the episode to, <laughs> like, because... You guys were talking about how she was all flirty, you know? I'm like, yeah, well, but I mean, she is, like, in the books and everything. She's, like, his mother figure, and she does support him after, you know, she realizes that he's not just this mutated killing machine. I guess she is. Um, 
I don't know. I just think don't of, break apart my heartfelt toast. Tim. I just think of Yen and Siri more as the fa- Geralt's found family. I'm working that with what Hexer has given me. <laughs> oh, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is that is fair. Universe, <laughs> we're and not if, appearing in this series anymore. <laughs> yeah. And and clearly, if I you know I had to do that with pairing this whiskey you know to it, so it's like <laughs> um, if I if I can make that work, you know, I think this is probably fair. <laughs> Um, and, and certainly I am a big lover of found family. Yeah. I believe in, believe in it. And I agree with, um, like everything you said in the toast. So it's, um, I have no problem with that. <laughs> I didn't do it for your approval, Tim. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Speaking of found families, can you tell we're not related siblings? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> At this point. <laughs> my brother from another mother. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. Uh, like seriously, that was a good toast. Um, you know, my only Thank you, Tim. my only question was like, is she part of a family? But you know, she is. <laughs> yeah, and, you, and I definitely, wink, wink. I definitely get, I definitely get having to work with what Hexer gives us because, come on, here's to rubber suits. Yeah, rubber suits. <laughs> you know, eventually Fun for monsters. And other activities. <laughs> you know, eventually we're going to get to where that's that's what we're coming up with. Um, all right. Well, I think I think you know it's time to put this one to bed. Um, much like you know, um, Geralt in a sarcophagus next yeah, to a corpse yeah. of a dead queen. I was thinking more. I was thinking more. Was. Nenica putting Geralt to bed. Oh, that's that better. One time when you know she was in a sarcophagus. <laughs> yeah, in a, a sarcophagus, corpse. and you know. <laughs> With sure. a meat puppet. Yeah. <laughs> and then waking him up to say, hey, so, you know, <laughs> what do you think of older, you know, older nun-like women? You know, you gotta... I heard you were calling for mommy again in your sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, thank you again for listening. Thank you always, um, you know, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, um, join our Discord, write us reviews, rate us on Spotify, all the usual stuff. <laughs> like and subscribe. Oh, wait, no. No, that's the one. Yeah, <laughs> the one we don't have. No, we don't have that. Um, but um, and you know, join us next week. I do think we are going to be doing a side quest, but it's going to be a, a cool one. We might have a guest. Yeah, um, we're um, working and getting some fun guests this season. So. Yeah, and um, and we'll be back with more Hexer shortly after that. We're getting in the home stretch. Getting we're not quite stretch. there. Maybe one more episode, then it's officially the home stretch. Yes. I don't, you know, got. You know, fucking 13 episodes. It's just so long by what we're used to. It's like, you know, Blood Origin is four. And here we're like, you know, we got more than Blood Origin left to get through. You know, it's more than four episodes left. So, um, all right, guys. We will uh, catch you next week. Have a great week. And we will see you on the path. Cheers. Cheers. Whiskey with Witcher is a Malcontent Media production by Tim Beadle and Valerie Petrarca. Our producer is Sean Farina. For updates, pics, and behind-the-scenes shenanigans, follow us on Twitter at WhiskeyWitcher and on Instagram at WhiskeyWithWitcher. Want to express your undying love for Roach or recommend a good whiskey? Email us at WhiskeyWithWitcher at Malcontent.media. Who knows, we might even get drunk enough to read your email in a future podcast. If you like what you've heard, toss us a proverbial coin by rating and reviewing this show on Apple Podcasts and subscribing wherever podcasts are downloaded. Cheers! 
My but, point being that the very Polish series from 20 years ago is still acknowledging that there are people of color in this world. Yeah. Although they didn't cast any of them. This is true. <laughs> so um, it only went so far. Yeah. But, um, well, like, that's why Gerald says, like, so I left Poland, yeah. and it turns out there's black people. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. like, oh, well, look, we did ourselves some wokeness, so we're good. <laughs> yeah. We checked that box. We checked that box. We posted a thing on Twitter, so we, we've done the work. Yeah. yeah. Susan be in your top five. Does Susan have a MySpace page? Yes. Sure then. <laughs> I'm very excited to see what fantastic face I made on that video because I have no poker face when it comes well, now, to shots. Now I'm just kind of smiling. Now I got the, I got the, the smile going. Damn, Already. that was quick, Tim. I mean, I don't think it takes long when you're shooting. <laughs> it takes longer than a minute and a half. No, not that much. <laughs> and I'm feeling fine, Tim. <laughs> you are smiling a lot, though. You got you got the, the excuse me for showing joy. <laughs> yeah, you weren't smiling this much earlier, so I think I think the joy's a little alcohol, okay. you know, fueled. <laughs> um, How dare you? How dare you? How dare you experience an emotion? <laughs> no, I like it. I like it. I don't. I don't mind. It's it makes it very pleasant, you know, sitting opposite you. But um, <laughs> as before the previous year when you were a total bitch the entire time. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like, oh, well, she's glaring at me oh, now. Her <laughs> last episode, you were giving me the look a few Was times. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're just, like, I work with children. It's yeah. just my face. <laughs> no, you were mad. You were mad. We 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 broke you the last episode. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I forgot just how much until I was editing it. And I was like, I oh, <laughs> we pushed Auntie Valerie too far. Yeah, a little, a little, yeah.